This podcast is for general educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered medical, practice management, legal, investment, or other professional advice. No one should act or refrain from acting based on this podcast without obtaining appropriate professional advice. Over the years, uh, medicine has changed in so many ways, uh, so many new tests, so many new diseases that we've recognized that we weren't aware of, couldn't diagnose. We have all kinds of new technologies. But at the end of the day, it's one patient with one doctor in a room and uh, the patient describing his complaints and the physician listening to him and coming up with a plan for diagnosis and a plan for treatment. That hasn't changed and will never change. What has helped physicians is that all the technological advances allow us to do a much more effective job to uh, communicate with our patients more effectively and improve the quality of their experience. Welcome to Gastro Broadcast, presented by GastroLogics, your GI-specific group purchasing and business development partner. I'm Andrew Souza, and this is our very first episode. In this show, we'll explore independent gastroenterology through conversations with GI physicians who are in private practice. If you're looking for a clinical show, this is probably not it. While we might talk about new treatment programs or innovative things that independent GI physicians are doing in their practice, this show will mainly focus on advocacy, practice management, advice for early career GI physicians, and other things that private practice physicians encounter. Gastro Broadcast features several hosts who are well-known GI physicians and administrators. Each week, one of the hosts will have a conversation with a GI physician colleague or an administrative leader. I have the honor of introducing each of our hosts so that our listeners can get to know them and hear why it's important to support independent medicine. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing Dr. Fred Rosenberg. Dr. Rosenberg has been providing GI care in the Chicago area since 1978. He served as the president of the Illinois Gastroenterology Group from 2010 to 2017 and is currently medical director of the North Shore Endoscopy Center. Dr. Rosenberg, welcome to the very first episode of Gastro Broadcast. Hi, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell me uh, a little bit about your practice in the, the communities that you serve. Sure. Um, I'm a gastroenterologist in the northern suburbs of Chicago. Uh, began my practice about 40 years ago uh, with one other physician. And uh, over the years, we've grown and now part of a large single specialty practice uh, of about 55 gastroenterologists, uh, mostly in suburban Chicago with a few locations in the central city. You were always an independent gastroenterologist. Can you uh, tell me how did you uh, why did you decide to become a gastroenterologist first? And then why did you decide to go into private practice rather than working in a hospital or going the academic route? I, I suspect like most physicians in training, uh, in the training program, um, you become pretty enamored with academic life and the idea of research. And for a time, I, I really considered doing that. Um, as I was completing my training program, it didn't seem like there were that many opportunities for me to remain in academic medicine and uh, the pressures of um, having a starting a family and uh, thinking about all those things led me to look for uh, private practice opportunities and this was back in a time when many people 
didn't really know what a gastroenterologist was. Certainly patients weren't familiar with that. And a uh, physician that I trained with uh, and, I, uh, and I opened a small practice in the northern suburbs of Chicago and began taking care of patients. And it turned out to be something I really enjoyed doing and have enjoyed doing over the years. What makes you want to host a podcast? Like what's interesting to you about the format? I've become a firm believer in independent practice as the best model to take care of patients and, and satisfy their need for quality care and good outcomes. I believe that this podcast can give me an opportunity to share some of the insights and uh, things that I've learned over the years with people starting their careers who are interested in developing practices uh, that provide those kind of quality services. So in, in terms of private practice, I mean, you've, you've seen it evolve. Can you talk a little bit about what you've seen over the years in terms of challenges or opportunities that, that independent GI practices face? Over the years, uh, medicine has changed in so many ways, so many new tests, so many new diseases that we've recognized that we weren't aware of, couldn't diagnose. We have all kinds of new technologies. But at the end of the day, it's one patient with one doctor in a room and uh, the patient describing his complaints and the physician listening to him and coming up with a uh, plan for diagnosis and a plan for treatment. That hasn't changed and will never change. Uh, what has helped physicians is that all the technological advances allow us to do a much more effective job to uh, communicate with our patients more effectively and uh, improve the quality of their experience. What, what has changed over the years has been the, the dynamic of physicians now trying to interact more directly with the builders of the care model, the, the politicians, the, the insurance companies. And I think that independent practice has a real opportunity to become a force that can sit at the table as, as those changes are being made in a way that private practice couldn't before. And I think that's a result of the fact that it's clear that hospital-based medicine and the services that are provided there, while it's great care and it's care certainly for complicated diseases, it can't be provided anywhere else. For the routine kinds of things, independent locations and independent physicians can often provide the same care with the same outcome at a far more cost-effective price. And I think that's a challenge of, of private practice to continue to carve out a, a space for itself where it can provide those services efficiently. There's a, there's a concept that was developed about 10 years ago called the triple aim for healthcare. It was uh, developed by an independent agency that looked at what, what healthcare needed. And the triple aim, the three spokes of it are to improve the, the experience of care for the patient, both in quality and in um, how they experience their outcome. The second spoke is to improve care of the population in general. So what you do for your patient should have an impact on the population at large. And then most importantly, to improve uh, the cost aspect of care delivery. And I think private practice has a big role to play in fulfilling that triple aim. 
I know that as, as a private practice physician, you know, there's there's the care that you provide to the patients, but, you know, physicians also have to, in a sense, be entrepreneurs and businessmen and pay attention to, you know, as you said, advocacy and what's going on uh, from a policy perspective. Can you talk a little bit about your experience with that over the years? That's changed quite a bit. Um, I remember about 30 years ago, my uh, kid's pediatrician suddenly stopped practicing. And it turned out he had been going to uh, an MBA program that was available on the weekends, got an MBA, but was afraid to tell anyone he was doing that because he thought that, you know, people would kind of look down on him. And he left private practice of medicine and went to work for an insurance company. But I think nowadays getting an MBA is is viewed as valuable um, as a healthcare provider because uh, the, the cost aspect in, in, of, of medicine is, is an important part of caring for your patients, um, having to think about uh, how patients are going to be able to afford their health care and, and their medications is something that physicians need to think about. Um, so, yeah, I think the business aspect uh, has become incredibly more complex and challenging for practices. And I think that's part of the reason why uh, you see it's the trend of practices getting larger and larger and and young physicians not being able to develop solo practices or independent practices uh, is, is a reflection of, of the complexity of opening an office, maintaining an office and the financial and legal and uh, HR requirements, which you know, we never had to think about before are now part of our care experience. And I don't mean to imply those are all bad things. Uh, it's part of what makes healthcare delivery better for patients and probably better for physicians as well. Uh, do you have any favorite podcasts that you listen to? Um, the only podcast I listen to is uh, a historian named John Meacham, who uh, in, in these times, I think gives a good perspective on uh, where we've been and how history sometimes really does repeat itself as bad as we think it is. <laughs> okay. I'll have to check it out. Um, last, last question. Uh, what advice would you give to, you know, 25 or 30 year old, uh, Dr. Rosenberg? Well, uh, you know, I can, I can speak to this directly because, uh, I happily have a son who has joined our practice and, uh, uh, so the, so what, advi what advice do you give him? Well, I, I said nothing uh, to him at all until one day when he was in college, he told me he thought he was going to be a doctor. He wanted to be a doctor. And I actually told him I was, that I was surprised because it was his brother that typically when I would say on a Saturday, do you want to come make rounds with me? The brother would say yes, and he would say no. And so when I reminded him of that, he told me that his brother went only for the donuts in the doctor's lounge. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, medicine has been a, a, a great career for me. Uh, I love taking care of patients. And um, although my son has approached medicine in a different time and from a different perspective, it, it's the love of taking care of patients and recognizing that you have something to contribute that I think continues on irrespective of what era you, you grow up in or learn in. I, I just want to thank you for for joining us, and I'm I'm glad that you're going to be a host. And uh, you know, I look forward to the the episode where you interview your son, and I think that would be a 
a great conversation. We'll save that for a while. But I I look forward to hosting physicians that I've um, worked with over the years that have developed very innovative ways of improving care delivery, both to make their practice more efficient and more importantly, to improve the quality of, uh, of our patients' lives. Thank you for listening to the Gastro Broadcast. Find new episodes through Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. For information about our hosts, guests, and supporters, visit www.gastrobroadcast.com. Produced by Steadfast Collaborative.